He joined me at a tremendously exciting moment. It's the Into Your Head temporarily daily breakfast show for Wednesday. Uh, now, I say it's an exciting moment. Uh, I don't mean necessarily in a good way. There's an old Chinese proverb. Uh, it's very old now. It's, it's several centuries old. Uh, some would even say millennia. Although that's, that's, uh, that in itself is a proverb. There's a proverb that says uh, old Chinese proverbs are never... M- uh, less than a thousand years old, otherwise they wouldn't be called old. Uh, because in Chinese, it's, it's not one of those. Uh, China isn't one of those places where you have a, a building down the road that was built a hundred years ago, and everyone thinks it's really old. Because uh, the guy Walt Disney who built it is dead now, so it's historic. Uh, they have proper old stuff. They have stuff dating back to the beginning of time. Uh, they have the remains of saber-toothed cats uh, that have been dug up uh, by by, uh, well, people who dig things up for a living. Uh, archaeologists, that's what they call They dig up the saber, saber-toothed cat, and they have a look at it and say, this is a saber-toothed cat. Uh, I know by looking at it, you can tell by its teeth, uh, it's got saber-teeth. Uh, anyway, there's an old Chinese proverb that says uh, something along the lines of uh, may, your, may you always have exciting times, uh, but it's a curse. Uh, it's not a proverb at all, it's a curse. Although there's a proverb that says there's a curse, that there's an old Chinese uh, curse that, that says uh, may you never, may you always live in exciting times. Uh, but that's that's a that's a proverb about a curse. It's not uh, it's not a, a proverb in itself. Uh, the pro- there's a, there is a proverb about that curse, but the curse itself isn't a proverb. It's a curse. Uh, anyway, it says may you always live in exciting times. Uh, that's why I say that when you join me at a tremendously exciting moment, that's not necessarily good news. Uh, it's exciting, all right. Oh, it's terribly exciting. Uh, I have a stalker. Uh, there's this guy stalking me all over the internet. Uh, he's coming after me. Uh, let me just check my email now. Uh, I'll give you an example of this. Uh, he's studying what kind of deodorant I use. Uh, now that's a stalker for you. Uh, I've got an email from him now. He says, Good morning, Neil, and to Into Your Head temporarily daily show breakfast show crowd. Uh, now that's him trying to make out that it's not directed at me as an individual. Uh, he's trying to sound less stalkerish. He's saying, oh, I'm not just emailing Neil and the whole team from the radio show. Uh, it's like when you email Howard Stern and you say, hello, Howard, and what's her name? And that guy with the weird name and that other guy who they make fun of because there's something wrong with his head and the black guy and whoever else is there at the moment. I haven't heard the Howard Stern show for years. Uh, but anyway, this this guy, uh, he says, I use a stick deodorant. Again, he's trying to distract from the fact that this email is all about me. Uh, He pretends he's talking about himself. He says, I use a stick deodorant. It is the white chalky kind that you twist the bottom part of the container to make the stick come out farther. Uh, now you can you can hear it in his voice here. He's thinking right now. Uh, he's thinking this guy Neil uh, now knows what type of deodorant I use. I'm getting closer to him. Uh, I might as well be uh, living next door to him now. Uh, he has so much information about my personal hygiene. Uh, anyway, he goes on to say, when I reach the end of the stick, the bottom bit is too small to be held in the container and falls out. I have saved about six of these bottom bits. Uh, now, obviously, he's he's uh, he's imagining this, and he's thinking about uh, having 
access to my deodorant bits well i i use a spray deodorant so uh don't even think about that so he'd love he'd love to get his hands on my empty spray bottles i can tell you uh i threw out two of them just yesterday uh, i found two empty spray bottles and i threw them out i evicted them from my house like you would uh, uh deodorant from the big brother show on tv uh, except i can tell you there was no vote uh well there was a bit because there was actually three empty bottles and i thought uh, i'll just get rid of two of them now uh but i wasn't very selective i said i'll take two of them now down to the bin uh i'll get the other one later or another date uh not not a particular date i didn't put it in my schedule because uh, that would be weird uh you don't schedule the the uh throwing out of the deodorant bottles although of course you do usually have a bit of an idea about how long a deodorant bottle is going to last uh, but I buy a deodorant in bulk up north in Northern Ireland uh, we bring them down in the car and when you run out of deodorant again we go up again and we get deodorant and cat food uh, but that's not the point uh, the point is uh, this guy's email continues when I reach the end of the stick the bottom bit is too small to be held in the container and falls out I have saved about six of these little bottom bits what should I do with them oh you're asking me uh, he says what should i do with them can they be melted and combined to make a new stick oh you'd love that you'd, you'd love to get your hands on my stick deodorants if i use stick deodorants so you'd melt them together and make a, a little uh, deodorant statuette in the shape of me uh, he says should i hang one from my rear view mirror to make my car smell better is there a market for these on ebay please let me know uh jerry in southern california uh, now i know this guy jerry uh, it's even more frightening when you know your own stalker i can tell you uh if you don't know him at least you can just say it's, it's some weirdo uh, but i know this guy uh well i know him on the internet i know a little bit about him uh, i know that he seems a perfectly reasonable normal decent chap uh, in fact he seems quite likeable uh from all from how much i can tell about him uh but we're seeing another side of him here with his good morning neil and his uh when i reach the end of the stick the bottom bit is too small to be held in the container uh, i tell you this is the sort of thing you let yourself in for when you become an internet celebrity uh he's talking about his rear view mirror uh oh i know what you do with your rear view mirror you sit there parked outside my house uh faced away from the house to trick me into thinking you're watching the house across the road uh but i know there's no house across the road it's just a green space uh so unless you're watching uh my cats playing out at the other end of the green uh in which case that's still stalking me if you're watching my cats uh why would you watch my cats anyway uh i watch my cats they're the most best watched cats in the world they don't need to be watched by you or any other frigging weirdo who comes and emails me uh, anyway thanks for the correspondence jerry uh, i appreciated that uh, so we have a predicament here uh that only filled up seven minutes of the show uh i want to fill up another three minutes uh so we'll have a, another look in my email and see if there's anything else uh there's that frigging stalker thing again uh well we have a we have an email from myself uh, let's have a look at that and see what it says uh it says podcast idea serial killers uh, and the body of the text says serial killer dresses as tony the tiger 
Uh, now, I don't know what that's about. I think I sent that to myself when I was drunk. Uh, I sometimes do that. I'll come up with an idea for the show, uh, which is something I wouldn't normally do when I'm sober. I don't come up with ideas for Into Your Head. Uh, I make this up as I go along, uh, but I forget that when I'm drunk. And then the, the sober me comes along the next morning and finds an email from myself saying, here's an idea for that show that you make, that you make up on the fly, that you make up as you go along, because it's imp- Improvised, uh, but I've thought of an idea that you can use for us. Uh, do you want me to write out a script for you? Uh, well, no, I don't, me of the past. I don't want you to be emailing me crap uh, to myself about my uh, ideas, because uh, I don't do ideas. Uh, this, uh, anyway, if this, this would be a particularly good idea if I did come up with ideas. Uh, basically, what I was telling myself in it is that uh, I think I was watching a show about serial killers. And I was coincidentally watching an episode of The Apprentice uh, earlier that day where there was, uh, well, they had to make design a serial uh, advert. And I said a serial killer dressed as Tony the Tiger would be a serial killer because uh, they were defining a serial killer. It was a f- uh, three different incidents of killing of different people, uh, not the same person over and over. Uh, if you stop the same person 50 times, that doesn't make you a serial killer. Uh, but anyway, I think the drunken me of the past was going to suggest uh, that you can still be a serial killer if you've only killed two people, uh, but you did it dressed as a character from. Uh, uh, one of the cereal boxes, uh, which of course is uh, legally ridiculous. Uh, this wouldn't stand up in the court of law. I couldn't come up and say he should be convicted of being a serial killer because he was dressed as Tony the Tiger, uh, not least because uh, Tony the Tiger wouldn't kill anyone. Tony the Tiger is a perfectly decent cartoon tiger. Uh, all he does is eat. Uh, admittedly, he eats very bad food. He, he may well be poisoning people using uh, bad cereal, I suppose, if, if this uh, sugary cereal stuff is as bad as we're led to believe by nutritionalists. Uh, so he may well be trying to poison children uh, through this uh, decades-long advertising campaign and this huge company that manufactures the cereals and the profit may be just uh, to just to to, to uh, throw the police away from the scent. Uh, you can say, "Oh, I'm part of a company that makes profit out of this selling this food." Uh, it's not for the satisfaction I get from murdering. Uh, no, I mean, look, why would I set up this international conglomerate that makes uh, 87 different uh, varieties of beans and cereals and then sell all this stuff all over the world and man- go to the trouble of manufacturing us and being head of a, a very... Uh, although now you mention it, Tony the Tiger isn't the head of the company and he's not one of the executives at Kellogg's. Uh, he is a, a fictional character. Uh, so I suppose in a way he couldn't be a serial killer uh, unless he's, his character is a serial killer uh, but that would mean that someone else in the company, a real person would have to be in on this and would be trying to uh, use the cartoon character uh, to get at kids and kill them uh, which seems unlikely now that you think about it uh, I mean why would they if, if, I, if I was a serial killer and I was trying to get victims by being a member of the board of directors of Kellogg's uh, how would I go about it? Would, would I create a cartoon animal that is, that is a fictional serial killer and how would that help me? I'm not sure uh, by 
uh, putting poison into the into the flakes and getting all the kids in the world to eat them uh, but surely that that would get found out very quickly and even if I wasn't caught uh, all of the products would be withdrawn and they'd remove anything that was poisonous uh, come to think of it that has happened to a lot before with various products not necessarily Kallag's products but it has happened uh, so maybe there's a lot of mo- the more of this going on than we think uh, so let that be your thought for the day and from the into your head temporarily daily breakfast for sure. Good morning. Email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Online voicemail system. Intoyourhead.com. Sit, Kofi, sit. Good cat.